We welcome you to Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. When we started this ministry, we understood how difficult it was to lose a loved one, and we had hoped to create a space and a ministry that addressed these concerns and served as a source of comfort and wisdom for those who travel with God on their grief journey. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, Diocese of San Jose. We're glad you're here. You're always welcome in our circle of healing, love, and support. What follows are some takeaways from that work, Sacrament of the Present Moment, and how it informs our grief journey. In the initial stages of grief, we are like a child whom one leads wherever one will and who sees only what is pointed out to him. Frequently, we feel deprived of spiritual direction. It seems as if God leaves us with no other support but himself. We may feel that We dwell in darkness, oblivion, and rejection. We may feel or suffer distress and misery. And then, when we remember God, who seeks no pure aspirations in his loved ones, then the total surrender of our soul in order that we may exist by grace and divine action alone. Here, neglected by men, but in possession of God, through pure, steadfast, and passionate, though deeply tranquil love, you make no other effort. We only know that we must allow ourselves to be carried along in God's hands, to serve Him in His own way. Often, we will not know for what purpose, but God knows it well. The world will think us as useless. The truth is that secretly and through unknown channels, our souls pour out infinite blessings on people who may never have heard of us and whose existence we are ourselves unaware. So it is that we are always waiting on God. He gives us silence, quiet, oblivion, and isolation. It is like some mysterious balm whose uncountable blessing is unconsciously felt. It is a question of waiting on the good pleasure of God. It gives us mastery over ourselves through the habitual surrender of our hearts. And whether we obey it consciously or unconsciously directs us to the service of others. We should belong wholly to God. Nothing so well illustrates this condition as that of a servant whose sole duty lies in obeying instantly whatever orders our master may have, not employing our time in our own affairs, which we must put aside in order to belong to God, to master all things as he bids us at all times. In grief, it may seem, the last emotion we can muster is obedience. But I have come to think of it as more 
More like saying yes to God as you awake in the morning and your eyes flutter open in that moment before you remember your new horrible truth. Say yes to God, and then, when you do remember that your life has changed inexorably, say yes to Him again. Not yes, I understand. Yes, I accept these new facts. Yes, I accept this new life without my loved one. More in the vein of yes, I accept your love. Yes, I accept your life. Yes, I accept that you will travel on this journey with me. Yes, I accept the fact that you will be by my side. Yes, I accept your love and your healing and trust. Whatever is in store for me, you will be by my side. That's what this yes is about. These stirrings of grace must be followed without relying for a single moment on our own judgment, reason, or effort. It is God who must decide what we will do and when, and not ourselves. When we walk with God, His will directs us and must replace every other guidance, which means as we travel through a difficult day, through difficult times, it might require us to stop more and listen more and pray more. Nevertheless, souls find themselves at a loss in this state without the help of insight or discrimination which used to guide and direct all that we did, or of grace which no longer manifests itself. But it is in the very laws that we can rediscover everything, since that same grace, taking upon itself a new form, repays us a hundredfold for what has been taken from us by the perfection of its hidden influence. Often the heart sighs deeply, for it cannot be comforted. Experience shows that nothing sets a light in the heart so much as its loss. The heart sighs deeply for it and cannot be comforted. No doubt it is mortifying for our souls to lose sight at the divine will which vanishes from view only in order to get behind them, so to speak, and push them along, becoming no longer an aim but a motive. Experience shows that nothing sets a light in the heart long as its loss. The heart sighs deeply for it and cannot be comforted. We should remember that the purpose of grace is the perfection of the heart, not the mind. Experience shows that nothing sets a light in the heart that will so much as its loss. Jean-Pierre de Casson, S.J., was a French Catholic Jesuit writer known for his work, Abandonment to Divine Providence, also translated as the Sacrament of the Present Moment, and his posthumously published letters of instruction to the nuns of the Visitation of Nancy, where he was spiritual director from 1733 to 1740. 
While he is best known for his work with the sisters, he also spent years as a preacher in southern and central France, as a college rector at Perpignan and Albi, and as the director of theological students at the Jesuit house in Toulouse. Gasson is remembered for, among other things, his belief that the present moment is a sacrament from God and that self-abandonment to it and its needs is a holy state. That concludes another episode. Please support us by subscribing on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. We always welcome your comments and feedback. Remember, spiritual direction is always available through Catholic cemeteries. I'm Candy Lucas, Chaplain, Aftercare Coordinator, and Spiritual Director at Catholic Cemeteries. You can reach us through the email or telephone number in the show notes. Be gentle with yourselves. Travel safely with God. Vaya con Dios.